quick recap. What did we talk about last week? Started with an ant. Anticipation. Okay. Anticipation plus bad execution equals something called distrust. Anticipation plus good execution equals what? Trust. No anticipation plus bad execution equals invisible. Very good to remember that. Where are we at? If, if, when, if people aren't trusting us, there's something not right in the equation. If we're invisible and people don't know, there's something wrong in the equation. So what happens is distrust leads to something super important, and it's one of the most powerful emotions on the planet, and is the emotion of fear. Bad anticipation, or no anticipation. When you anticipate something that's negative, you automatically refrain from going into that thing. So, so what happens is, when we create this fear, which is a huge, huge emotion, the worst thing we can do is fulfill the fear. The worst thing. So many people go, oh, well, Tom, that just seems very out there. It seems like some fantasy novel. It seems like some sort of fictional thing that goes on. But actually, everyone fears something. And now, now let's break it down right into your business or your line of work or your team. What do people fear and are you fulfilling it? First of all, the question is, what could people be fearing? What happens is if we fulfill fear, then we get into a downward spiral of complete rejection. You know how many people fear church? How often do we fulfill their fear? Let's just take, for example, someone coming from, I use Poland all the time, I don't know why. Uh, let's just take someone coming from Poland and they come into the church. What, what would be their biggest fear? Fear factors. Not knowing anyone, right? Let's take away from Poland anyone who hasn't been to church in the longest time. What's their biggest fear factor? Not feeling welcome. Not feeling like they connect. So what happens if we fulfill that fear factor? We create anti-momentum. There is nothing worse than anti-momentum. Because you're not only stagnant, but you're actually going backwards because of the things that you do. So this is the river, right? This is the river of anti-momentum. And when people are looking at the river, often they go, okay, wait. I see something's going on. Because, you know, in any organization or any person or any team, something's going on. It's never nothing going on. So people look at the river and there's some sort of flow, and the anti-momentum is in the wrong way of flow, and they look at it and they analyze and they go, I would get involved, but I am fearful of this happening. I'm fearful of that happening, and I'm fearful of this happening, right? Let's just take, uh, there's, there's a certain restaurant that I never go to. Uh, I went there for a few times, but the chicken always became raw, right? So when they served you, it became raw. Every time I would go there, I, I, I wouldn't go in with the, with the with the attitude of, I'm excited to have my meal. The first thing I thought about was, I'm going to give these guys another shot. I am fearful that I'm going to get a chicken that isn't cooked well. So you walk in there, and guess what? You're driven by fear, but you're given the opportunity to change that. You only get that opportunity once or twice before you completely reject it. So I go into there, sit down, order the chicken. The first thing that I do is what? Slice through and look and see if that chicken. Why? because I'm seeing if my fear will be fulfilled. Everyone is looking to see if their fear will be fulfilled. And once that happens, you are on a downward spiral on the anti-momentum. When people come to cell group, right, or community group, the first thing they're looking for is a fear. 
of feeling like it's strange. They're just looking. And they're looking for ways to, to say, I'm justified by not coming to the community group. So they look, and, they, and, and everyone has a fear when they're about to in, engage with you. Everyone. Every single person. Unless it's a repeat customer who there's a relationship with. Every single person has a fear. And again, I'm going to come back down to involvement. If people want to be involved, there are, there are some fearful things about being involved in your department. I promise you that. So our job, what does the Bible say about fear? He's not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Guess what? One of the most important things in that factor is a sound mind. Because when there's a sound mind, we think through the fear. So when you're thinking about someone coming through, the sound mind is so important. Because we have to be sound at where people are at. So if we think about what fears could we be fulfilling, then we do completely the opposite. What do you think the opposite is of fulfilling fear? This is the downward spiral, the anti-momentum. Remember, fear leads to anti-momentum. Where is your fear factor from people working with you? Why are people afraid to be involved? Why are people afraid maybe to come to meetings? There's certain meetings I'm afraid to go to because nothing ever gets resolved. And every time I go into that meeting, it's fulfilled. And what happens is I try and avoid those meetings like the plague. So if we have people avoiding meetings or avoiding interaction, it's because they are filled, their fears are being fulfilled. Kids church. Let's take, think about kids church. Imagine you bring your kids. And what, what is everyone fearing about their kids when they bring to kids church? What, what, what's the biggest fear? No, no one doesn't have a fear, Josh. Every parent has a fear when they bring their kids to church. If we fulfill their fear, distrust and rejection, we lose them. If you are interacting with a, different, with a different team and they fear you and you fulfill their fear, guess what? You lose them. And then instead of positive momentum, it's this anti-momentum. And here's what anti-momentum looks like. I don't really want to get involved because I'm afraid nothing's going to work. I don't really want to get involved because I'm afraid if I bring my kids to church, guess what? They're going to be shoved inside of a corner, you know, um, 10 people playing with one little Rubik's Cube, and I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid that some kid's not going to be, uh, doesn't have a nappy on, and he's going to dump all over himself and touch my kid with his junk. Like, or you, 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 you fear these things, and then what happens is, when you fear them and they're fulfilled, you're done. You walk away, and you're like, I am not going to touch that anymore. What are people fearing, and are you fulfilling those fears? It's something we have, because we have not been given a spirit of fear. We are, not, we are not allowed to fulfill fears, guys, as Christians. We are not. People are afraid of rejection when they come into church or when they come into connections or when they come. They're afraid of rejection. Most people, 90% of people are afraid of rejection. So if we fulfill that rejection fear, guess what? It means us getting outside of our own security. The downward spiral of fear, anti-momentum. It's the worst place to be in. Because everyone's afraid to do anything because they're all afraid of each other. Um, perfect love casts out fear, right? If we really do love our customer or our neighbor or our teams or people coming in who've never heard about Jesus or people coming in who've never heard about your product, if we really do love, guess what? We work to make sure that there is no fear when they come in. We, 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 we work to make sure we remove barriers of fear. But if there is no love, this is a very important point. If there is no love, we just kind of let it be. 
we don't have enough drive and love to solve those problems because we're saying, well, you know, if they come to church and they don't feel welcome, that's, they should have more self-efficacy than that. Walking in here as a stranger, feeling bold as a lion. No. So they're sitting there and, and, and they, they're, they're ready for judgment. You guys have all been prepared for fear, right? Links, we're talking about fulfilling fear. People are afraid and we fulfill their fear and then they, get, then they, then they know exactly where we're at and they reject us because their, fear, their fears have been fulfilled. So when you're looking at that, every one, of, every one of you today has a fear about today. And you're just waiting for someone to fulfill that fear. You get on the road and you're like, I'm afraid. There's a fear in me that the cops are going to stop me. Then you see them. Then that fulfillment factor starts going. In fact, what do you do? Not only do you reject them in your heart, but you avoid them as much as you can. So you're seeing the cop and you're like, I am done with this, man. I'm not even going to get involved. People do that about church. They do that about you. And they do that about your team. When, you get, when, when someone hands you something to be responsible for, I promise you as a leader I know, one of the fears is are they going to fulfill it properly? Are they really going to think through it? And then you give it to them. And the most amazing thing, check this out, and this is how we break the cycle. The most amazing thing is when you throw a spoke inside the downward spiral of anti-momentum and fear. And you throw a spoke to stop it. Boom. And you do something that's surprisingly positive. Changes everything. So, and, and when I say surprisingly positive, is because when you're expecting fear and you get something else, it's surprising. So you do something surprisingly positive. And let me tell you something, as a leader, it's no greater feeling. When people think about religion and Christianity, their view is judgment, rejection, hard to get involved in, weird people, strange. We have to destroy that fear. Because the moment we fulfill that fear, it's, it's, it's so hard to reverse the cycle of anti-momentum. So difficult. We do not want to get there. What are people fearing when they interact with you? Are you fulfilling their fears? Or are you throwing spokes of surprising positive movement to break the cycle of fear in their life when they relate with you? Very important. But, but, but sometimes, ineffective love is disappointing. Think about that. Because creating the expectation of love, love, love is very specific. Love is actionable. So let me just hit on that one thing real quick because I think it's important. If today you go to a brand new, brand new Henry's Barbershop haircuts, just opened there in the middle of Kwame Kurure and 2nd Street. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But it's right there. And it's a one-room place. You've heard a few good things about it, possibly. And you go to get your hair cut. Right? You walk into, what did I say his name was? Henry. Henry. Henry Mababa. Uh, barbershop. And you walk in. The, 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 you don't feel love. There is no love there. You don't love the place. You don't love yourself. You don't love the street. You don't love the person on the side of the street selling airtime. You go in with skepticism, pure skepticism, which has come from fear. The fear of, I don't know about this place. I'm trying it, and I hope it's going to be good. So when you go in there, you're saying, I hope, what, what you normally hope, it's not going to be bad. You don't go, I hope it's going to be the best haircut of my entire life. You go, I just hope it's not going to be shoddy. 
I just hope it's, they're not going to cut my sideburns off and then like shave the one side of my head shorter than my other side. So you're, you're, you're anticipating that there could be some issues. Now what happens when you go in there and Henry comes out in his really suave little outfit and he gives you a nice espresso and he says, hey, come sit down, sir. I knew you loved espresso. How did you know I loved espresso? I don't know. All of a sudden there's this love, especially with espresso, coffee. You start going, I love you, Henry. I love you, Henry. And then he cuts it so well. And while he's cutting it, he's got really cool jazz music playing in the background. Everything's nice and clean. And then he says, would you like some water to wash down your espresso? You say, absolutely. Then the love keeps moving, right? And we're in this positive momentum. Then you leave that store and you start spreading the love. And you say, my goodness, all my fears were gone. All my fears were gone. And love had me. You had me at hello or whatever. And, 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 and you start telling the world about Henry Mababa's hair shop. Why? Because all your fears were gone. And instead, spokes of surprising positive action were thrown inside your anticipatory feelings. And you became very excited about Henry's shop. Can we be like Henry? Yes, we can.